Hey everyone, welcome to She Brigade, the podcast. I'm your host, Bilun Jamusemeche. At She Brigade, we aim to empower by aspiring to storytelling. On this show, we chat to different phenomenal women around South Africa, and we dive into their stories and journeys that have led them to where they are today. Let's dive in. Hey, hello everyone. Welcome to yet another episode of She Brigade. Um, on today's show, we have Mpumi Kumalo. Mpumi is a social entrepreneur and a women's activist, which is also a marketing professional. Yes. And you've worked like on Cam- you've worked with Red Bull, YFM, Sony, um, the Royal Heritage Festival. You've worked on a lot of um, campaigns or yeah. brands. And yeah, so you you also you also do your foundation, Who is Woman? So we'll get into what all that is, but thank you so much. Welcome to the show. Thank you so much for having me. Okay, so we like to take, we like to start from the beginning. Sure. On the show, so tell us about who you are, mm-hmm. what you do, and yeah, your journey to becoming who you are today. Okay. So my name is Mbumi Kumalo, like you said. Um, I was born in the city of Emalasheni, literally the place of coal. Wherever you is, turn, is that what it means? Yes, that's what it means. Oh. Emalasheni. Okay. Coal. <laughs> Okay, so that's where I was born. Um, I have obviously two parents. I had uh, three siblings. Three siblings. Um, my younger sister recently passed away, um, and um, I went to high school um, in Woodbank, Emalasheni. And after completing um, my high schooling year, I decided that I actually wanted to go and live elsewhere. Um, my dad, he's a miner. Um, started off as a miner um, and uh, he was just going to the mining industry. You know, he told me that he could set me up real good. We don't have to worry about much. <laughs> and I was just like, mm, no, 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 not for me. Um, I remember going back to my childhood. Um, I remember my dad would buy my mom these magazines and um, I would take them those magazines and I would page through them. And I started seeing women that looked like me but Mm. were doing different things you know different things like you know being a journalist um, like working in um, the corporate industry and I was really intrigued by them so after I completed my high schooling year I told my dad that look listen this is what I want to do this is what I've seen in these magazines I think I'm really interested in this media thing you know so my dad eventually said okay cool you can do whatever it is that you want went to Pretoria Got to Pretoria, I wanted to study journalism, um, but I met a lady named uh, Audrey Human at Varsity College. That's where I studied. Mm-hmm. Um, Audrey was um, my lecturer. Before she was my lecturer, she was like, listen, I love your personality. Don't think that you'd fit in in journalism. Why don't you try out something like public relations? Okay. I was like, oh, okay. Had you heard of it, buddy? In the magazines. <laughs> okay. <laughs> you know, I'd heard of it yeah, in the magazines. Yeah. Um, and I went home, I researched, I was like, yeah, maybe I can do this. So I studied um, public relations at Varsity College. Um, it was a really, really great experience for me. And I guess that's how I entered into the space that I'm in um, right now. Yeah. Okay. Um, so, yeah. So you were paid into your mom's magazines and that's how you kind of feel yeah. like to be in this space. And how was that journey in Varsity, like public relations? Let me tell you, honey. <laughs> Wait, maybe um, maybe take it back again. For uh-huh. someone who doesn't know what public relations yes. is, maybe explain what that is. So literally, public relations is being the middleman, right? Middle women. <laughs> middle women. <laughs> it's literally being the middle woman between a business and its customers, 
right? So yeah. I make sure that my customers are happy. I make sure that also the business is happy and whatever message that the business wants to, to bring to the customer, I make sure that it's tailored in a way that's just going to be lovely. Okay. Yeah. And yeah, how was your varsity journey? Uh, my varsity journey was pretty interesting. Um, first year, I was very excited about everything. Then come second year, I was then diagnosed with um, depression and anxiety disorder, right? Um, and I researched about this depression thing and I was, I was really shocked. I was shocked that so many people go through it and they have no one to talk to, yeah. which then leads them to, you know, commit suicide and all of these things. Mm. And, um, in, in, in my findings, I really realized that, um, sometimes it stems way back. Sometimes it's, you know, childhood traumas, you know, um, that come back in the form of depression. So I was trying to juggle school with being, you know, depressed and now being on antidepressants. And um, I really got through that time. It was a very hard time for my family because also, you know, you know how black people are. Mm. Um, we don't really talk about depression. Mm -mm. You know, we don't talk about it. We don't even know half of the time what it is. You know, we just say, yeah. you know, you too emotional, whatever. So, um, going through something like that really opened up a whole new conversation um, in my family. You know, we were able to talk about why I was depressed. You know, we were able to talk about what depression is. And um, it was a very hard experience, but I believe that um, I learned so much. My family as well learned a lot. So um, I was on antidepressants and I was getting, you know, the hang of this living with depression thing. Um, and then in my third year, um, my parents told me that, listen, um, we can't really afford um, to continue, mm. you know, with supporting you um, through your studies. So you might have to come back home. And I was like, nah, can't come back home. You know, let's try to find an alternative. What can you do? What can you guys do for me? Yeah. You know, um, and whatever it is that you can't do, I will try by all means, you know, to, to do it. So that meant that I had to now switch from being a full-time student to being a part-time student. And I then got a job in, in retail, you know? Yeah. And um, at first it was really hard for me, but then I, I, I realized that God has at the time placed me in retail so that I can learn a lot of things from a lot of people. I learned people skills there, mm. you know, I learned what it is to be a hard worker and even all of the things that I had learned at school, I was able to incorporate them and apply you know, and apply them yes, yeah. in retail, you know? So I, I really do have respect for people that are in retail, people that are security guards, all of these jobs that other people would look down on. Mm. I know that I should never do that. You know, so really um, working in um, retail, I think um, it, it, it really planted a seed in me, you know, a seed that later became something really amazing when I went into the space that I wanted to be in. So um, that was my third year. I eventually graduated and um, then I came to Joburg because at the time I was in Pretoria. Yeah. I studied in Pretoria. Mm. I came to Joburg. Um, when I came to Joburg, um, it was really hard for me to to get a job. You know, in varsity, they sell you the stream, go to get varsity, your degree. get your degree, girl. Hey. Listen, <laughs> and you'll be sorted, yeah. right? But for me, it was really, it was different. It was completely different. I struggled to get a job and I was like, okay, what do I need to do now? 
okay, so I'll probably have to continue working, but I still need experience in whatever it is that I've studied. Mm. So then I saw on Instagram, power of Instagram, so on Instagram, <laughs> a lady named Nomdenin uh, Daki, and she was um, uh, posting, she posted about uh, an event, you know, that she was doing called Edit Talks. It's now Agenda Women. Yeah, I've and, heard of it. Yeah. Um, yeah. And she was looking for volunteers, you know. I was like, okay, perfect. She seems to be the kind of, you know, woman that I hopefully want to be in future. So let me do that. Let me volunteer. I mean, I don't have money to go to the event but let me volunteer so that I can get experience and I can still experience the event mm. in itself mm. so I got there and um I I learned so much um not only from the speakers but also from you know the girls the young women that I was volunteering with and I didn't know that God was literally planting like another seed in me that would one day become who is woman you know, mm. um, so I volunteered there. And um, after the event, um, I tried to apply again now with my retail experience. And um, there's my qualification there. And now the volunteering work that I had done. And I literally a week later got a call um, from a media company in Johannesburg. And they were like, would you like to intern with wow. us? And I was like, yes, I would. Oh, wow. You know, so for me, like, that that really proved to me that when you know what you want, mm. you know, um, you will go after it. It doesn't matter how many doors might be closed for you. You know, there's always a way around some something that you want. There's always a, a way around whatever it is that you want to achieve. You know, if one door closes, honey, you go build that door if you want to build it. You know, so I got my first internship, my only internship there. Um, and it was a really great experience. I was I was exposed to, you know, a lot in the entertainment industry. And um, yeah, from there onwards, I got another job at a bank. Um, I worked there for about two years. And then afterwards, um, well, during my time at that bank, I was really frustrated because now this is now the corporate sector, right? Yeah. Yeah. Um, I was uh, really... Corporate. Honey. <laughs> I, was, I was really frustrated. Um, I was exposed to a space where women were silenced almost as if, especially if you're a black woman, like your voice doesn't matter, you know? And that really frustrated me to such an extent where I was like, okay, I'm done. I can't do this anymore. I will not be part of something, you know, that is draining me and I will not be part of an organization, you know, that does not value, you mm. know, whatever it is that I'm bringing to the table and what other women are bringing to the table. Cause it wasn't just me. It was, you know, all of these women that were around. Me. Yeah. So I quit my job. Um, and a lot of people tried to stop me, but I really do believe that when, you know, you have a vision for your life, if you see that whatever it is that you're doing at that point is not aligned to the vision that you have for your life, you need to let it go. So I let it go. But that's hard. It is. It's hard to it let is. it go. You have to be convicted. It, it, it has to come from a deeper place. You have to be convinced that this is the vision, this is the purpose, mm. you know, for my life. And anything that is outside of that, anything that is not aligned to it, honey, you need to remove it. You know, so so I did that. I quit my job. I quit my corporate job. My dad yeah, was like corporate comfortable, cozy job. My dad was like, Are you sure, my child? <laughs> <laughs> I was like, Yes, Dad. I, I am sure this is this is definitely not for me. This is not what I want. Um, you know, it, it makes no sense for me to be part of something that constantly drains me. Yeah. yeah. 
Yeah. yeah. So yeah, then from there onwards, I was unemployed for a couple of months and I started thinking, I was like, if I am feeling this way, surely there are other women that feel the same way. Mm -hmm. There are other women that feel like their voices are silenced, you know, and I need to do something about it because I strongly believe that, you know, you, God would not place a problem in your life without giving you the solution, you know? So yeah. I realized, yeah. you know, that I face this problem so that I can bring solutions to it. And that's how I started. Who is this woman? And what is, what is Women about? What do you do? What's your purpose? So we basically, um, my partner and I, Klingi Mokele, um, we literally go around um, townships. We, we go around places where, you know, not your every, not... <laughs> so we go to, you know, communities where um, young women wouldn't really you know, get the information that they need to succeed in life. Yeah. You know, everyone wants to be in Santon. Everyone wants to be in these, you know, Lani places. Mm -hmm. And there's absolutely nothing wrong with that. If you can, go ahead. By all means, go ahead. But um, we really wanted to cater to, you know, girls that struggle with taxi money, you know, getting to a place. Girls that have to choose between, like, do I get bread or do I go to this event? Mm -hmm. um, so we created Who is Woman um, because of our own frustrations, but also so that we could assist young women in townships, you know, young women that have dreams and that have aspirations, but don't have the tools. I believe that um, God has literally called each and every one each and every one of us for a specific purpose. You know, he has also called us for a specific market and um, that's our market. you know, going mm. into these townships. And, and how um, do you, how do you do that? So basically what we do, obviously you have to study the market, right? Yeah. So we go into these places and we kind of ask around, we go around, we ask around asking, you know, what it is that these young women need, you know, um, what, what are these young women interested in these places? And then we sort of tailor events, you know, um, that can basically assist um, these young girls in whatever it is that uh, they need, mm. um, in whatever you know, in whichever way that we can, basically. So um, the last one that we had was called the Business and Fashion Exchange Event. Um, it was done in Mpumalanga in Malasini. Um, we realized that, you know, a lot of young people in Mpumalanga have talent and most of them don't get to pursue their talents, you know, don't get to pursue their dreams because it's the city of Malasini, you know you have no other choice but to go into the mining space, mm. you know. So um, we literally created this event so that um, young women who aspire to be designers, you know, who aspire to be in the media industry as well, you know, could could find a space where they could be taught, yeah. um, you know, about how to go um, uh, about getting whatever it is that they want or, you know, getting to the spaces that they want to be in. Um, we had Nicolette Mashile. Um, who was our financial, you know, advisor, yeah. our financial bunny. Um, <laughs> and then we also had um, Cindy Mapumlo. Uh, she's really, really awesome. She spoke about business development. We had um, Bali um, Lamini, who spoke about, um, you know, the influencer world, because it's also a trend. You yeah, know, and it's, it's a career. It's a, it's a career now, mm. you know. So um, we had someone come in and explain it. 
Um, and then we also had someone who spoke about, uh, this was uh, Her Royal Highness, Mbali Mashango. She's a Ndebele princess. Oh, yeah. hello. <laughs> <laughs> she spoke about personal development, okay. you know. Um, and uh, then we closed it off with a fashion show where uh, literally girls from the community, you know, could, you know, showcase um, their designs. And it, it was really, really awesome. So, yeah. Okay, wow. You touched on so many things, right? Really? Yeah, and like, I love I love everything that you've touched on. I mean, you touched on the topic of mental health, mm. which we don't talk about. Mm. I love that you spoke about that because mm. we don't talk about it enough. Um, you know, we have this mental health, like this depression in my family as well. And, you know, you, nobody wants to talk about mm. it, though. Um, you spoke about unemployment as well. Yeah. Can we talk about that a bit sure. more as well? Because... You're a young black female. Mm-hmm. That must have been so hard on you, yeah. hey. And you didn't give up. I think it's how, how do you how do you keep it going? How do you keep it going? Waking up, the rejection. Yeah, it's really the hard. rejection. Like you don't know what's wrong mm-hmm. as well. Because I mean, I mean, I hardly think that these companies that are rejecting are telling you why, what to fix, how to. And I think that's a big part of the problem. Mm-hmm. You know, I I would really love to be in a space where if I apply for a certain you know job you know, and I don't get accepted, I would really like someone to just get back to me and be like, this is why, you know, yeah. um, you, you don't, you, well, we didn't accept you. Mm. Um, it was it was really hard being unemployed, from being employed to being unemployed, it was really hard. I had a whole lot of adjustments that I needed to make. And really what, you know, kept me going was this. When um, I went to varsity, my mom said to me, Mpumi, um, you are not going to play around when you get there. One thing that I need you to understand is that you are in that place, you know, to, you're there to represent me, mm. not only me, your little sister, you know, and everyone that is going to come behind you, you know. Um, so that really kept me going. You know, my mother's words kept me going. I, I knew that I wasn't only doing this for myself. I wasn't only applying for a job yeah. for myself. You know, I was doing so that, you know, future generations, you know, can benefit from it. So it wasn't just about me. The vision is is never just about myself. It's about how is this going to be, you know, impactful for the next generation? How am I going to make life easier for those that are going to, you know, follow, you mm. know, after me? And is that is that what you would say to someone who would be going through something like that at the moment? What would what else would you say to them? I would I would definitely say that try to look at the bigger picture. Mm. Okay, you this this place rejected me. Does that mean that I need to throw in the towel? No, it doesn't. Mm. You just need to think of the bigger picture. You know, understand that life isn't just about getting a job. You need jobs. Life isn't just about getting a job. It's about creating a legacy. Yeah. You know? So how are you going to create the legacy? Are you going to allow the certain company that said, you know, what, you don't meet our standards to 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 end things for you? You know, you need to always just think bigger, think bigger than the no that you've received at whatever company that you have applied at. Think bigger, think bigger. So literally, that's what I would tell myself. Mpumi, you need to think bigger. This is not just about you. This is about your entire family. Mm. Yeah. 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 So what have been what have been some of the highlights mm-hmm. and the lowlights of your journey so far? My journey. Highlights definitely working with all of these cool brands. Um, yeah, how I, was that? It, it was. So it's, it sounds so fun <laughs> and cool. I know it's, like, it's probably hard yeah, as it is. well. It is. <laughs> I think it we is. see like the 
the you know PR marketing these kind of um, mm. careers always seem glamorous fun. from the outside yes, yeah yes, yes. <laughs> no, it all seems fun looks fun <laughs> but there's a whole lot of work that goes into it sleepless nights like it's it's just a lot my highlights would be um, when I was invited um, to work um, as part of the organizing team for the Metropolis annual meeting. Um, this is where literally mayors from around the world gather in one place, and um, they talk. They talk about um, you know issues um, that are affecting you know different cities and different parts of the world, mm. and you know they come up with solutions and all of that. So that was a really big event for me. I was I was really blown away. <laughs> I was like, yo. <laughs> This little girl from Emalaseni is out here organizing, you know, an event like this. Yeah. So I was really blown away. And I was like, yeah, thinking bigger. Yeah, this is it. Um, so working and being part of that team, and it was an all-female team. Oh. Yes. So okay. that was also like an, a highlight for mm. me. Um, working with other females. Very well, actually, what we have to say matters. Like... You know, it was you're not being silent. Yes, we're not being silenced. I enjoyed that experience. I enjoyed working with all of these different women and just also being in, you know, rooms where mayors from around the world were, you know, gathered made me realize that Mpumi, like you, you are going places, you know, continue to just think big Mm. and God will blow your mind away. So that was one of my highlights. Um, And then a low. Hmm. A low, I guess, would be something um, that's a bit more personal, um, has nothing much to do with my career, but has affected it um, in some way. Um, my little sister passed away, and like I've been telling you, uh, that everything that I would do, I would think about the person mm. that's going to come after me. You know, So it has been a really challenging time for me. Um, it has forced me to literally rearrange certain dreams you know certain things um in my life so it has been it's it's been a difficult time for me um and I'm still going through it yeah and you know it has affected my work life um because I literally thought that whatever it is that I'm doing I'm doing it for my little sister now that she's not here I need to it changes everything yeah yeah it, it changes everything so that's been a little my condolences by the way thank you thank you thank you okay so both who is women, where do you see it going? What do you want? What else do you want to do with who is women? Oh my goodness. <laughs> so right now, um, we are going on tour. Um, so we've decided, yes, I know it sounds so clear. Okay. Penny, it's not. <laughs> it is not. So we are going on tour. We are going to KZN. We are going to Swaziland. Um, we are going to um Cape Town. We are also going to um, oh, going back to Mpumalanga, but not in Imalasheni. Um, and uh, really, um, this tour has really opened up my eyes. Like, there's so much Has it started, you started already? Yes, yes, yes. We started with the planning stages oh, of okay. it, right? So it's been really challenging for me. Um, it's been challenging for my partner as well. But uh, we really want to go beyond just Mpumalanga. You know, we want to go mm. beyond Gauteng. You know, we eventually want to go out into other countries, you know, and spread yeah. this message of empowerment, spread this message of 
girl, you can achieve whatever it is that you want to achieve in this life. We really want to empower women, you know, in, in places where not a lot of people would go to. So nice. And then uh, when we were, when I was like emailing you, yeah. you sent uh, along this quote as well as mm -hmm. part of your, um, your story, right? You said, it says, uh, we realize the importance of our voices only when we are silent. Mm. Um, I, I hear that as a recurring theme in your life. Um, can you tell me more about like why that, that quote means so much to you? Yeah, it, it, it really means so much um, to me because uh, growing up when I was young, um, I was sexually abused. And I would think that I think that's where you know that is where it started, you mm. know, where I, I I really was silenced. Um, I wasn't in control of what happened to me, and I've, I I sort of carried that um, throughout my teenagehood and you know adulthood. Um, so when I was diagnosed with depression and anxiety disorder, um, that's when I was told that this has to do with your childhood trauma and you need to deal with it you know so as I was going to therapy as I was taking my medication and praying and just being in conversation constant conversation with my with my family um it really it, it made me realize that my voice was silenced for a very long time and um I, I I started understanding you know the power that I have I started regaining the confidence that was you know taken away from me and um once I did that, I, I really understood that I am powerful, you know, I'm really powerful and my voice is powerful. My story is powerful. No one can, can tell my story like I can. And mm. my story is important. What I have to say is important. I'm important, you know, and I think that's why also it's been so easy for me to let go of certain jobs that, you know, weren't, you know, fulfilling yeah. me in any kind of way. Um, so that quote really means a lot to me because I was someone that was voiceless. My voice was taken from me and I got it back and I got to understand the power of my voice, which is why I even have an organization like Who is Woman? Because I found my voice. Wow. <laughs> uh, yeah. You know, every time I always think about like, like, I, I like I come across women like you on like Instagram yeah. and just, you know, in different spaces, but like, I never know what I'm going to unpack when we, when we start this conversation. And I'm always so amazed at the depth and the level of the, like, yeah. you know, the kind of woman <laughs> that I'm just coming across, like you're actually very inspirational. Thank you. Wow. Okay. Okay. So, um, Ooh, okay, I'm still like <laughs> I'm taking I'm taking it all in. Um, I have like a, a couple of questions that I wanted to ask you. Right, okay. what what did you wish you knew before you began your career journey? What's the one thing you wish you knew? Yeah, what's the one thing that I wish I knew was that it wasn't going to be easy. People don't tell us that, you know, our teachers don't tell us that, mm. you know, no one wants to speak about their failures even, you know, um, most people that we look up to, you know, we just see this perfect life, yes. and, you know, this fairy tale. Um, but once you go deeper, you realize that it's not that easy. Mm -hmm. um, so I wish someone had come to me, you know, and told me that, listen, I know that this is what you want and eventually you will achieve it, but also understand that it is not going to be easy. You know, you actually have to work hard and you have to believe in yourself. 
So I wish more people were more authentic about their experiences. Mm, just share the stories, the yes, good and the bad parts. Because yes. you're probably not the only one going through it anyway. Yeah, yeah. I love, I like, I like sharing because you're never the only one going mm, through it. Mm. Yeah. Okay, so what's next? What's next for Mpumi? Sure. What's next? <laughs> <laughs> what's next for Mpumi? Yeah. Um, I, I, I really want to as women, you know, to grow. Um, and it is growing. I'm really, really happy about that. Um, but I would also like to start creating platforms where also women can speak about their, you know, their childhood traumas, can speak about depression and anxiety. Because right now, the trending thing, and it's a great thing, you know, women, we're, we're preaching about empowerment in terms of your career. But no one is really speaking, you know, about, you know, the, the traumas that you've gone through. Mm. Um, you know, no one is really speaking about, you know, issues that pertain to you, your mental illness, you know. Um, and and I, I really just want to create a space where women feel like it's okay for them to talk about their failures. It's okay for them to talk, you know, um, about their experiences. And um, yeah, hopefully this year sometime I'm going to launch a platform where um, women can be able to share those kind of experiences. Can't wait. Can't we're gonna, we're gonna, we're gonna keep an eye out. I can't yeah. wait. I actually can't wait to see that. I know it as well. Okay, and <laughs> and I always say to my guests, um, my favorite quote is "Be who you needed when you were younger." Mm. So every every guest that comes on the show, I always ask them, "What did, what what if you had to pick an age and go back to your younger self? Mm. <laughs> what, what would you say to her? What would you say to Mpumi, young Mpumi?" I would say. Your authenticity is your activism. Okay. It is you being authentic is what will set you apart. You being authentic is what will literally also help other women. So don't be afraid to be exactly who you are. Don't be afraid to be who God has called you to be, you know, and um, be gentle with yourself. Don't be so hard on yourself. You'll get there eventually. Mm. And... I would tell my younger self that, you know, she just needs to also love the people around her. She shouldn't be so focused on her career, you know, that she forgets to um, love the people that are around her. Mm. Yeah. Wow. Amazing. Yeah. Absolutely inspirational. Like, like, I, like, <laughs> I, was, like I know I said this before already, but like I didn't know... Yeah. Okay. So, <laughs> okay. So, how can people get in touch with you or your organization, your foundation? Um, so, we are on Instagram and Facebook at who underscore is underscore women. That's the organization. And I am uh, at Kawegazi underscore speaks. Why, why do you, where does, that, where does that come from, by the way? That name comes from, um, like I told you, that I experienced, you know, abuse yeah. when I was younger. So um, once I was, well, in this whole depression thing and I got through it, you know, God said to me, your name is Kawegazi, which means that, you know, she who conquers. Oh. You know, God gave me that name and um, God told me that I want you to carry that name so that you always remind yourself, you know, that you are someone that is more than a conqueror. You're not just a conqueror, you're more than a conqueror. So every time I say, you know, I am Kawegazi, I'm reminded that in everything that I'm going through, I shouldn't forget that I, I can overcome. I'm, a, I'm an overcomer. I've overcame before. Yeah. So, yeah. 
Okay, so that's at Kawik. Am I saying it right? I'm trying to say my clicks hey, are bad. It's okay. I have my clicks are bad. Kawekazi. Kawekazi. Kawekazi speaks. Okay. Yeah. Uh, thank you so much for joining us today. Thank you. thank you for coming on and sharing your story. I know it's not always easy to share your story, but I love that you opened up. And I'm sure so many women are going to be so inspired by your story. Thank you so much for having me. I love this platform. Uh, I love you. it. Thank <laughs> you. Thank you for heeding the call. You're doing an amazing job. Thank you. Thank you, man. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks for tuning in, guys. If you like this episode, take a screenshot and share it with us on Instagram or Twitter at SheBrigade. Don't forget to leave us your feedback by giving us a rating and review on iTunes. See you on the next episode. Bye.